Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Oh, I like the question before better. Really? Why are we passionate about teaching people how to nail social media? <laughs> but everyone wanted care? to know about the pineapple on oh, pizza one. <laughs> Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Direct Selling Accelerator podcast. I'm Greg Hind, and this is Sam. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Did you enjoy doing that? I loved it. I got to do the intro. Awesome. You might need to speak a little closer to the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we started this off the right way because today is a little bit of a fun day here and we decided that we wanted to change things up a little bit, uh, shake it around and we are answering your questions today. Our team have submitted 21 questions for us to answer on the podcast today. Now, I don't know if we'll get through all 21, but we haven't seen these questions yet. You haven't cheated. I mean, did you cheat? No. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to though. It was so hard not to. I'm actually really nervous because I haven't seen them. Uh, what I have been told is that they're a mixture of social media, you know, uh, burning questions that people had and also some really personal ones as well. So I guess it's a chance uh, for us to, you know, kind of take the guard down a little bit, let you guys know a little bit more about who we are and what we do. Maybe, if that's what they're asking. I don't know. I wonder if the girl's <laughs> going to get even with this. I'd be proud if they did. <laughs> well, uh, look, I'm, I'm just going to, for those of you watching the video, I'm just going to show you, we have not seen these. So we are going to pull a little, little bit of paper down as we go today. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit scared. So they did say we both had to be here. So I'm going to take a stab and say that there's some stuff aimed at both of us. Well, we do keep teaching people that it's really important to reveal yourself, to be to be your true self in the direct selling industry. So here yeah. we go. Yeah, let's get stuck in. All right, you ready for the first question? Okay, what a, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, first one comes from Georgina. Georgina asks, name three things you can't live without. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I'll go first because I reckon I can answer this one. Um, I, I feel like there are some parts here that I could actually get myself into trouble with, but I'm going to go with safe. I'm going to say coffee. Uh, exercise mm. and my phone. <laughs> Where does wine fit in that? <laughs> Liar. <laughs> no, look, uh, <laughs> and what's my answers? Tell me. No, I'm not going to answer for you. That's cheating. <laughs> family, fun and travel. I love a bit of mischief. I love family. Oh, now I feel bad. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. She said things, things. Oh, technology. <laughs> I do love my tech. Yeah. All right, so the next question comes from Kieran. What are your favourite binge shows on Netflix or Stan? Well, we don't have Stan, but we definitely have some favourite shows, don't we? Because this is kind of like our, I I hate to say it, but, you know, at night time we've finished work, we've got the kids to bed, we don't sit there. We love to think that we could sit there and have like this deep and meaningful conversation (laughs) over the dinner table, but we kind of both have this little look. We look at each other and go... Dinner in the lounge, Netflix. Yep. 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 <laughs> Let's just do a bit of a brain fade. So, and what are we? My favourite show is so good. I can't remember the name of it. The professor <laughs> one. <laughs> We've got a few. We've got a few. What is it? So, well, the one that we're watching right now, because Suits is one of our favourites, oh. and that's got a new, a new um, uh, uh, seasons just come out. Um, 
I really enjoyed Outlander, but then that you didn't like the end of that, so we 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 haven't watched all the oh Money Heist, Money Heist, that's Money the Heist, one. and the Blacklist would be my. Yeah, see, too. I wasn't that big a fan of the Blacklist, but but there's there's a few. I mean, look, there's so many great ones out there. We keep the problem is we watch them, and then the worst thing is when you get to the last episode and you're like, ah. Oh, now I have to start something else. Money Heist was hard to watch to begin with, but it, yeah. uh, it really got amazing. I'm not a really patient person. I struggle to get, if, if the first episode doesn't grab me, uh, there's a few that, that everyone raves about that I just haven't been able to get past that first episode. So, you know, but okay. they're, they're probably my top ones of my list right now, I reckon. Yeah, and the yeah. trouble is turning them off to go to bed on time. Yeah. That's why that we need coffee. Problem. Yeah, that's why the coffee comes in. <laughs> I've got one right here. It'll be cold by the time we're done with this. Okay, we've got one from Kerry. If you had one hour each day that you could do absolutely anything just by yourself, what would it be? <laughs> Good question, Kerry. Do playing tell. in the shed. Building <laughs> something, fixing something, playing in the shed. Mm. This is a really hard one. I knew I'd get put on the spot with something because I really feel like uh, downtime is probably my biggest challenge. I'm, I really struggle to stop. Uh, so I'm going to be really honest with you, Kerry. Whenever I get that time to sit down and do nothing, all I can think of is what can I find to do? Um, uh, occasionally I want to sit down and do something a little bit creative and crafty. Um, I, this is going to sound so bad, but if I could sit down for one hour each day where I could do absolutely anything by myself. You'd ask me to come play with you. I, <laughs> Please. I feel, well, I, you know what? It, look, if it's not work, because I really want to say it's work, I would, I would love to sit down and do something creative in work. Because one of the things I love doing uh, that I don't get to do very much is be creative, like write a blog post or... Um, or, you know, do a video uh, where I can talk about anything I want to talk about. Um, so getting creative where there's no particular strategy, but I'm just kind of letting my creative side come out. But uh, if I'm to um, say something non-work focused, I'd say cooking. I love to create things in the kitchen. So if, yeah. if, I, if it was not for feeding people, but for the purpose of just having fun and being creative, I love to experiment. So things like, you know, creating, making a sourdough starter from scratch or making cheese or something really out there that is not practical. And both of your parents are masters in, in their own creative way. So Sam's dad is yeah. a painter and everybody looks at his stuff and goes, oh, wow, that's an incredible photograph. And then yeah. they look a little more closely and they go, whoa. That's not a photo. That's incredible. And yeah. Sam's mum is like Bob the Builder. She just puts Bob to shame. <laughs> I hope she's not listening to this because that's okay. so terrible. She's incredible. Yeah, I have a very creative family. Even my sisters are very creative, but, but I didn't get the same. Um, uh, like I can't draw a picture. I can't paint. But, uh, but I, my creative flair tends to come out in things like the kitchen or even here. You guys see a lot of my creativity, so... All right. Well, there's, that's a good question from Kerry. Okay. Misa. Misa says, what's the most funny but smart advertising you've seen? Oh, my that gosh. That is easy. Oh, so really? So, what did we see yesterday? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the funniest advertising Did you I've reckon that was seen. advertising? Well, well we've it seen was stuff like this, this before. You've been right and I've been wrong with this. So, <laughs> we... we we got um, someone alerted us to, and if you guys haven't seen this, do check it out. Um, if you go to Amazon and you look up the reviews on the Haribo sugar-free gummy bears, 
Um, <laughs> it can't be. Look, you know, actually, you're probably right. So the product because... was deleted in 2015 <laughs> because of this major diarrhea issues. But up until then, <laughs> the they stories, had guys, hilarious. Sales. Absolutely yeah. booming sales because people are like, no, this couldn't possibly be true. I'm going to try. This will not have this effect on me. And then they're like, oh, no, it did. <laughs> Look, truthfully, <laughs> I jumped straight in and went. Can we buy some? Can, well, I want, I want them as a practical joke. Like there's <laughs> got to be someone I could do this to, which is the evil side of me coming out. I'm a mm. big practical joker. I do enjoy playing the good old practical joke. But um, it turns out you couldn't buy them, but they've got a whole lot of other products you can buy. And and sure enough, they're selling like hogcakes because people just want to test to see do any of their other products do the same thing. So um, you're probably right. That was, it would, it would be, because some of it, the stories were just too good to be true, surely. But the constant feedback, people <laughs> say, oh, there's no way that's possible. Yeah. And then they're like, wow. <laughs> yep. So there you go. I, I, um, Unintended I, consequences of yeah. marketing. Yep. Look, we've seen so many great stuff out there, but but you're probably right. That's that's the the, the last funniest one I think we've seen. And and guys, I sent this link through to Greg yesterday, and I thought he's going to lose it because you just mentioned the word fart, and this guy loses it. Seriously, and I did. for half an hour, I was reading thing after <laughs> was, thing, and I was... he couldn't even talk to me on the phone. I rang him, and he, it was just like uh, like a, a little bear being beaten up in the background. <laughs> what is going on there? Um, okay, so moving on, fart stories. I knew that had to come up. Um, okay, so Rachel, another one of our uh, team. Rachel, we love Rachel. She's been with us since day dot. Mm. So um, uh, let's hope she's been nice to us today. She says, uh, favourite and must have, in capital letters, device, product for digital marketing, e.g. Uh, tripod, microphone, iPhone. Ooh, okay. We do like our tech. The next one is my answer to that. The next one, what, whatever I'm what, getting next. Whatever I, we don't have. <laughs> no, okay. So uh, he's not kidding. Um, he will come into the office with another box under his arm and he's spin shopping. But um, look, my um, my parents, I'm very lucky. Uh, my, um, my stepdad and my mum have uh, for years owned a camera store. And so I, I often get to play with little bits and pieces and see what's new and what's coming out, which is really great. And they still look after us now. So we get to, even though they don't own the store anymore, the new owner lets us uh, borrow things and play with things. So we get to test out whatever's kind of the latest. Um, however, uh, my favourites, my absolute go-to still, I don't even have one sitting here. I'm not prepared is my Benro tripod, which you guys hear me talking about all the time on our webinars. I carry one in my handbag, one in the car. I did, I do have one on my desk, but it's out of reach. Um, but these things just, they hold your camera still. They've got a little Bluetooth shutter button that you can hold in your hand as well. So you can stop and start your video on your photos. So I really like my Benro. Um, that'll never get old. And I've tried so many little tripods. There's so many out there, but this one's really sturdy. Um, and, and Greg started stealing it too. So, uh, it must be okay. It's all right. It's all right. And, and to joke about the next thing. So for me, cameras are next. We've kind of got the microphone thing pretty well <laughs> taken care how of. How many microphones can one need? <laughs> uh, we've, yeah, we're, and that's really important. You've got to have a good microphone so that you can hear people. But for me, yeah. the next thing is cameras. So we have battled with webcams over the years and we've got the best webcam you yep. can buy. We've actually got a couple of them and it's all right, but it's still not a patch on an iPhone or a professional yeah. camera. So I think next is some multi-camera trickery. 
multi-camera <laughs> trickery. He is actually serious about that. He wants to play with all sorts of things. Look, um, I'm just going to say that although I love a bit of tech, I'm actually, uh, I was one of those people that years ago would have been the one saying I'm not tech savvy. Um, and I decided to totally change that. I didn't want to label myself that way anymore. But as part of that little journey that I had to go through, which I know a lot of you guys are going through as well, is that I also um, like to find some technology that's really basic and simple to use that isn't um, only for those that are, 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 you know, technology that that anybody can use because that's what I want to be using. And so when I say the Benro tripod, that's something that is uh, really uh, affordable. They're around about $70, $80.00. And they last and they're not hard to use. The other thing that um, I really wanted to work hard on finding uh, and eventually did was a gimbal, uh, which is a phone stabiliser. So when you do video, you don't have the shake and the movement. Now, I have spent uh, a lot of money on gimbals over the last few years and a lot of them are really, there's so many buttons to use and different um, functions, which is really great for someone who's naturally um, great with tech. Uh, so Greg would figure it out in a heartbeat. But for me, I've got to spend a lot more time kind of working out what everything does. And then probably like most people, I don't use any of the main functions because I never work them out. I'm not an instruction reader. I just want to be able to pick it up and use it. So we have also found a phone stabilizer that does that as well. Literally, it only has one button on it. You turn it on and you use it. And that for me is a really big deal. So we're really blessed. We've got two studios like this one, this one and, uh, and another one. And they've got great cameras, microphones and stuff like that. That's really cool. But what I like is... We haven't always been that way though. I mean, this is only well, no, fairly no, new because, thing. Because you've got um, one of these microphones <laughs> post-its here. post everywhere. <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, a simple little lapel microphone that yeah. um, between that and a tripod is, is less than probably $150. Yep. And you can get results that are pretty well as good as this from a smartphone. Yeah, we've um, been using the- nothing but a phone, a little $30 lapel mic and a Benro tripod for years. And it wasn't it probably wasn't until maybe 12 months ago that we started investing in much more um, expensive equipment. And sometimes that stuff's better depending on what you're doing. I'd still get it out. We still use yep. it. Yeah, I'll be sitting in the office here and I want to do a video for uh, for Facebook and I'll grab my phone, my Benro tripod and I'll go and move over to another part of my office with my lapel mic and I'll be away. I won't be using these microphones because I, I just want my simple equipment. So I'll tell you another little secret about Sam. She loves Uh-oh. to talk. <laughs> and so we are never going to get through 21 questions. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Honey. Why did I invite you in? I know. <laughs> Okay, so Penny says, what's your favourite holiday destination and what place is on the top of the travel bucket list? What's the favourite destination and what's at the top of the... I can tell you my bucket list item. Well, go on. Okay. I'm allowed to talk now? (laughs) (laughs) My bucket list would be uh, Greece. I've always wanted to go and do a cruise around the Greek Isles and, in fact, it was... Our honeymoon, we were supposed to go away um, and do that this year yeah. and it didn't happen. <laughs> funny that. <laughs> funny, funny that, but, you know, and the rest of the world. What would be your top of the list, your bucket list item? Well, at this time of the year, so wintertime, I love, um, see, Sam likes to go exploring. She'll yes, look for something new every single year, whereas I'll <laughs> go to my same favourite place. It's warm there or I'll go to wherever the time of the year says. I suppose I would like to go to Alaska. That'd be beautiful. Alaska. Wow, first I'm hearing of this one. Yeah, yeah, but, <laughs> but normally I'd say Darwin, wintertime, Darwin. 
Yep. Well, as far as favorite holiday destination goes, I'd just have to say, uh, look, I hate to be boring, but anywhere warm and uh, anywhere that I could go with my family. It's we, we travel a lot. We're very blessed to be able to travel a lot, but we rarely get to go away with the kids. So uh, we got to go away to Brisbane last year for the on our very first family holiday where it was all six of us. Mm. And um, that was probably my favourite uh, trip. It wasn't because of where we went. It was just because we were all together. So I'd have to say anywhere warm where we're all together would be my favorite holiday destination. But bucket list would definitely be a cruise around the Greek Isles. I'd probably love to go back to America. I want to go back to Burundi. Yeah. Yep, yeah. <laughs> we we want to go lots of places. Let's just talk about this for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> uh, okay. Moving on. Georgina, another one from her. Where do you see the future of social media? Is it here to stay for a while? Georgina, good question. Um, Do you want to answer that one or do you want me to answer that one? So I was thinking about Nokia phones this morning and how about 12 years ago or 14 years ago, they were the top of the tree forever and ever, never to be challenged. And so when I think about Facebook and things like that, like they've come in so quickly and come in so powerfully and they could run for a very long time, but will they run forever? Don't know. They've been very adaptable. Um, the, the social media tools that we use these days have been very adaptable, but will they be in power forever? I don't know. My thinking with social media is it's going to be here for a long while yet. Uh, and when it gets replaced by whatever comes next, I think it's going to be something that that comes from that. So, um I've, I've had a few people when we've done workshops that have said to me, look, Sam, do we even bother with Facebook? Is it going to exist in a year? And my answer to that is it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter because if you understand how to use Facebook, whatever comes next is going to be easier to adapt to and it's likely that it will make itself um, something that you can jump to really quickly and easily. So um, my thinking is that, you know, we could worry about it or we could, you know, try and future plan and there's probably not a lot of point in doing that. But I think um, it's here for a long time yet. I do believe that something else will come into play uh, just like, you know, was it uh, Facebook took over from, was it MySpace? Do you remember that? (laughs) Yeah. Does that even still exist? Well, I reckon I'd answer the question in a slightly different way. So these (laughs) days we all drive around in cars, but in the last 10 years, the development in drones, just for little personal (laughs) ones, I think they're really cool. And they're, they're quite stable reliable, pretty hard to crash. I reckon that within the next 20 years, we'll be flying around in those things. Hey, this is going to be recorded. So, you know, in, people are going to be super excited if we've actually predicted future things. <laughs> Hardly a prediction. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty obvious, I think. Okay. All right. Moving on then. So what did we hear though? We did hear, I, I heard a, a saying that I thought was incredible, is that the rate of change has never been as fast as it is today and will never be this slow again. And that has resonated with me. Someone said Mm -hmm. that to us last year and I'm like, you know what? We are in times of change and these times of change are only going to be faster and faster. So who knows how long social media will be as it is, but something will come next that's based on it. Cool. All right. We've got to move on to the next question. I don't even think we're halfway through. So Hannah says, will your children stay in Tassie when they grow up, do you think? She's put grow up like this. And I just want to say, I think you're right, Hannah. I don't think they ever will grow up because <laughs> I know he didn't. Aww. Aww. Um, so I'm going to say, uh, look, Hannah, I grew up in a really small country town um, in South Australia and everyone when they finished school that wanted to do anything with their lives left. 
And what I've noticed now is a lot of them are starting to come back. I'm seeing on social media, they're all returning. That happens a lot in Tasmania too. You know, the kids kind of go, oh, I want to go and explore the world only to discover that Tasmania is actually a really beautiful and amazing place to settle down. So I suspect, like many, uh, our kids will possibly venture off and uh, I hate to say it, I think they'll go and, you know, discover life elsewhere. But I reckon we've got four, so percentage-wise, we'll have, you know, at least 50% of them will come back, I reckon. I think they'll stay here all along. So growing up in Tassie, I was was born in Burnie, um, and a lot of my friends had to leave the state for employment reasons. So growing up as 16-year-olds onwards, you know, there just wasn't the jobs here. But I think with the way that the world is changing now, it doesn't matter. You don't you don't have to have the kind of jobs where you have to move to Melbourne or Sydney like you used to. Right, and a lot of people are leaving those places and coming here because of the advantages of here. So I don't know. I don't think they have to anymore. It's not yeah, like it used to be. That's a really good point. I think we probably, when we were kids, you did, if you wanted to have, a, you know, the career that you wanted, you had to go and do that somewhere else. And, you know, so yeah, no, you're probably right. They, they might be able to do whatever they want. Uh, elsewhere. The other thing is we have a boat and they love to water ski and they're probably not going to buy their own boat. So chances are they'll, they'll get stick a drone around. and they'll just fly to Melbourne for the weekend <laughs> when they want to go. I love it. All right. Penny, what subjects were you good at in school? <laughs> uh, good at? Look, Penny, I wasn't great at school. Um, I went right through year 12 uh, and I... Look, I was good at the creative stuff. I excelled at things like home economics. <laughs> um, uh, look, I tried to do all the complicated stuff. I was in the complex maths class and I was in the biology and physics and chemistry and I struggled my way through all of them because I wanted to be great at them but then, you know, I was sort of C's all the way through. So I wasn't an exceller in school. Um, I... Yeah, that's the best I can say with that. Look, I loved English, but again, probably didn't excel. I was a nerd, a computer a nerd. nerd. He was. He still is. <laughs> Back before it was cool. You did uni. I didn't even go to university. And I actually beat myself up about that for a really long time. You did? I did. You did. Got over it. <laughs> yep. Um, I'll, I, that's another story. Uh, okay, Rachel. <laughs> so Rachel, uh, again, from our team, has asked the next question. She knows full well what the answer to this is. She says, do you have a phobia? So you woke up this morning. Sam told me this oh. morning about her, it was a deep fried spider dream. Yeah. <laughs> Big spiders being picked up by hand, covered in flour and popped in cooking oil. So I have a huge spider phobia, but there is a good reason for it. When I was a kid, I woke up one morning with a spider on my arm later at school to find out that it had bitten me. I've been sleeping with it all night. It had bitten me about five times over my body in some places that you don't want anyone to be going. And then uh, when I was maybe one to two years old, uh, when I was teething, I had, and if, if guys, if you're a little bit, you know, spider phobic right now, cover your ears. I picked up a big black house spider and put it in my mouth. Uh, Mum found me just in time to see the legs coming out of my mouth and it bit the inside of my cheek, which I've got photographs of my cheek swollen out here. So um, I, I am defending my phobia. I am very afraid of spiders and my kids know now it is not a joke. 
don't, I, what did I empty on Aiden's head the other day? Uh, a, a bottle of ginger beer on his head because that was the only weapon I had in my hand as he came up to me with a spider. Yeah. What's yep. your phobia? Snakes. I hate them. So every <laughs> See, snake, I can handle a snake. Well, snakes in Tasmania, they're not safe. They're very, very... They're the, but they the most, don't sneak up on you. They're really venomous. They're really like... Yeah, they do sneak. They don't mean to, but if they happen to be in the place... Yeah, no, like, spiders seek me out. They know where I am and they're looking. So my best friend put a plastic snake in underneath the dashboard of my boat and expected me to hop in the seat and... Oh, you. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's calling me his best friend. Well, <laughs> not, okay. anymore. not anymore. <laughs> I did. And it, it was actually really quite scary because um, we thought this would be really funny. Greg had been away from the lake and so we thought when he comes back, he's going to want to go for one last ski uh, before we pack the boats up for the night. So we knew he was going to come racing down the hill, hop in the driver's seat and take the boat out. So we hid. Uh, we, we'd bought this really lifelike rubber snake and put it, like I said, practical joker, guys, put it under the dash uh, just where his feet go. And guess who didn't? see it and actually took the boat for a drive. Not only that, he had his two very tiny kids skiing behind the boat and we couldn't do anything about it. We were standing <laughs> on the foreshore watching him take off, knowing that when he discovered it, he had two kids in tow and this was not going to go well. <laughs> Luckily for us, one of the people that was in on the joke was his uh, observer and was sitting next to him. So we thought if anything happens, he'll grab the steering wheel. We'll be good to go. <laughs> but it didn't work out as planned. So, Thankfully, I, yeah. I, I realised it was a rubber snake before I realised it was a real snake. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes those things happen in the other order and it's really bad. All right. You ready for this next question? You've been, you knew this one was going to come up. This one's from Megan. How and where did you two meet so, Tinder? <laughs> I not, right, no. Now, <laughs> now it's no, my turn. No, no. So I was minding my own business at the ski club. And um, so I was a single dad with two beautiful kids and I was happily minding my own business at the lake. And I got introduced to this beautiful girl and then I walked away and five minutes later she was in my caravan rearranging my <laughs> kitchen. And then I thought, well, I better ask what her name is. And if you've heard the story about when a person finds their ideal, their ideal partner, so Sam's story about the ideal partner, Sam said, will you marry me? And I looked at her and I said, yes. Okay, that's a really, really weird way to describe that. We met, at, we met actually at Lake Barrington where we water ski most weekends of the year and we camp with the kids most weekends of the year. Uh, and we got married there last year at the very same spot that we met. So we met water skiing. And, that's, that's, and the end. Nearly eight years ago. <laughs> well, oh, really? That long? Yep, you were home delivered. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Kath, if you had to live anywhere else, where would it be? Ooh. If I had to live anywhere else, where would it be? Um, I don't think I could imagine living anywhere else. Oh, somewhere warm. Yeah, not particular, just, just somewhere warm. Look, I love Tasmania because even when it's freezing cold, the sun still shines. Where I grew up, it was what we call grey weather, where when it was freezing cold, it was always that bad mood, cloudy, grey, drizzly, rainy weather. You had maybe two days a year where the sun shone through. <laughs> that, <laughs> you've got that here every day. We woke up this morning to a huge frost. Everything was crunchy and ice. But it is so sunny right now that you, well, you guys can see the sun streaming behind our heads at the moment. And it's, it's beautiful outside. It's cold, but it's beautiful. But if I uh, had to live somewhere else, I'd pick somewhere that was a bit country, but warm. 
we have so much we can do here within yeah. an hour of home. It's really cool. I don't think I'd want to live anywhere else. I really love no, where we live. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Penny says, best business book or personal development book you've read? How to Win Friends and Influence People. Next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Oversubscribed by Daniel Priestley. <laughs> yeah. Um, Georgina, if you could have three celebrities living or past over for dinner, who would you choose? <gasps> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. He's always there. Um, uh, look, if, if I had to pick three celebrities, um, um, Elon Musk. Ooh, yep. <laughs> I've got some questions for Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's a really hard one. Um, look, uh, um, three celebrities, three celebrities living or past. Um, have you got anyone else? No. Oh, you know, I would go with, um, um, what's his name? <laughs> Facebook dude. <laughs> you know, so that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, dear. And, and I'd probably also, uh, I'd, I'd like to speak to Trump. I'd, I'd also like to chat with Trump. For dinner. Yep, definitely. Um, now we've got a question here from Misa. What is your most funny moment when you're in a conference? Ooh, my funny conference moment. There's a few of those. Um, look, I did get caught backstage one day doing my, my stage prep um, by the CEO of the company and he hadn't heard me speak and I don't think he had a clue what I was doing. It looked a bit weird. So before I get up on stage, I tend to take my shoes off. I put my AirPods in and I dance a bit. You guys hear me talk about this and I, you know, I'm not a good dancer, um, but I bounce up and down and I dance and, and he caught me doing that and I sort of had to explain myself. That was a bit weird. But once I'd done my presentation, he was fine, totally cool. Um, I'm trying to think of a train wreck, but I can't think of one. Because yeah, we, we've, had, we've had some weird ones. I'll have to think more on that one though, Misa, but good question. Um, if you are not a social media coach, what career would you be in right now? Do you know what I wanted to be when I was at school? <laughs> I was going to be an optometrist. I think I would have been so, I, look, I, guys, I love optometrists, but I think I would have been really bored. Mm. I don't think I would have been very good at it either. But anyway, what, were you, what would you be if you weren't doing what you're doing now? Gosh, I've been an a, an IT person. I've been a retailer and... and that <laughs> <laughs> what you are? Well, <laughs> I like what we do. <laughs> I do. I love what I do. I love what I do. Uh, Rach says, describe your weekly routine versus your weekend routine. Check, e.g. check digitals, yes or no. Oh, look, uh, weekend routine versus weekly routine are not all that much different except on the weekends uh, when, we don't, when we do have the kids, we try and do stuff with the kids and when we don't have the kids, we try to spend some quality time together. We do try when we can have date time, which means we are not allowed to talk about work or children. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And we try to have a fair bit of time apart in work time That as sounds well. really weird. Well, we try not to work together all the time. Yeah, which is why we have two offices and two studios because he can't stand me being in the same place for too long. He talks so much. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of talking, we're going to do our very last question. So which one we've got? Oh, the very last question here. <laughs> Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Oh, I like the question before better. Really? Why are we passionate about teaching people how to nail social media? <laughs> but everyone wanted care? to know about the pineapple on oh, pizza one. I don't. 
<laughs> All right. Why are we passionate about teaching people how to nail social media? Because um, I've been there. I'm just going to put this out there right now. I've been there. I know what it is like to feel like you're struggling trying to understand something. I know what it feels like to be trying to grow a direct selling business um, and, you know, watching everyone around you doing it one way and thinking, you know, I need to find my own way. Um, so I'm really passionate because I love direct selling. It was the first business I ever, ever had um, that the industry has changed my life. And I love helping others grow their own direct selling businesses. But the thing about social media is not because I believe that it's the way. I, I absolutely believe in the belly-to-belly -belly approach of uh, doing direct selling one-on-one. -on -one. However, I know that social media is insanely powerful and so many of us avoid it because we feel like I'm not tech savvy, I feel left behind, I feel overwhelmed and I don't know how to do it well. And so we just, we don't know what to do next. And I know how simple the next is and so that's why I'm passionate about the next and helping people find the next for them so that they can use it. Uh, but like I said, I don't believe in, in replacing human contact. That's a big thing for me. So Sam does all that stuff. What, <laughs> what I really love about social media is it calls people to really think about what they're doing for other people and what their mission is in this world. And so I love to talk to people and help them get clear on that. I, I love hearing about people's mission, their purpose in the world, yep. and then seeing them convey that on social media and find people that need that. It's really passionate, powerful stuff, and that just, I love it. Yeah. Look, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about this side of things. And it's something I think we're going to get to talk to people more about in the, the coming weeks and months. But um, social media is powerful. Direct selling industry changes lives, put them both together. And I feel like it, it helps so many people. So that's it for me. But uh, lastly, Greg, pineapple on pizza. Yes. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I like pineapple on my pizza. I I, I'm sorry for those of you that are turning your nose up right now and never, ever want to hear from us again. Well, how well I there's a bigger secret, actually. What kind of pizza do I like? And I don't even know because <laughs> <laughs> did I say All that right. loud enough? What is it? What's the and base? What's the secret base? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, if you're joining us for the very first time today, this isn't how we normally roll. We'll be back next week with some more information on actual information about using social media to grow your business but we enjoyed uh letting you get to know us a little bit better if today you don't tell people what that pizza base is we're going to get 100 emails no now. we're not we're not we're not <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for joining us guys we look forward to catching you all again next week to talk more about social media to grow your direct selling business have an amazing week god bless and bye for now thanks for the great questions bye <laughs> see ya if you love this video and you would love more help to improve your direct selling business on social media, then click on the link to join our Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you in there.